straight out of the library with town news, community updates, book recommendations, and an interview with a local person of interest. My name is Bonnie, and I'm the director of the Dayland Memorial Library, and with me today is a whole crew of people. Um, I will introduce from left to right, Joanne, our children's program director. Hi there. I like your robe. Thank you. That's a little hint about what we're going to talk about. Hint. And on your right is Charlotte Pepper. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she is, um, how old are you? Uh, 12. 12. Already? 12 years old, and she's just our almost next to our neighbor at the mm -hmm. library mm -hmm. and um, a special guest for a reason but we will not reveal yet and melody is here hi she's our <laughs> library assistant but she's also here for a special reason and then of course amy is here as our interlibrary loan specialist Hello. and book recommender um this is a special podcast episode because mm -hmm. something very important is getting ready to start i can't our... think what Oh, you haven't been busy. <laughs> no. I've <laughs> been sleeping in every day. Um, Wizarding Week is upon us. Very exciting. Next week is school vacation week, and the library has hosted in the past a special camp for the kids in town that is loosely based on the Harry Potter books, and mm -hmm. we call it Wizarding Week. So this whole special um, episode is about the excitement and preparations that have gone into this week. Mm -hmm. um, we would normally have talked about National Library Week. That was April 3rd through the 9th, and that was a very exciting week, not just because we had a program every day of the week and everybody was coming in without a mask on and just felt really like old library days. Yep. But at the end of the week, we got the greatest news, mm -hmm. the National Endowment for the Humanities grant that we applied for, not we, but the foundation applied for. They got notification that we received the grant which was a huge honor, and we are waiting for the official notice, what do they call it, um, like the gift letter that tells you the rules of the grant. But we do know that the library has received $655,000 in matching grant funds towards the new project, which is so exciting. But very. we're not going to talk about that today. It's very important to you. But we don't talk about that. We're going to put it on the back burner till the offer letter. That's the word. Okay. When the offer letter comes, I would like to Perfect. invite the foundation board in to kind of tell you all the details of that exciting mm -hmm. grant. But um, Annie Custer, our um, representative from Congress, no big deal, <laughs> was here yesterday in the library uh, to congratulate us. And there's just so much to talk about. That's going to be a whole nother episode. I want to stay focused on Harry Potter because it's coming, coming, coming so soon. That's so right. let's kick off the interview um, portion. It's not an interview. Let's just kick off the episode talking about Wizarding Week. And if you're a listener and you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? What's Wizarding Week? Joanne, <gasps> what is this amazing camp all about? And give us a little history on how it started. Okay. Well, my family and I love the Harry Potter book series. We adore it. And uh, a few, several years ago, uh, the Children's Museum in Boston was having a Harry Potter day. Exciting. It was exciting. And so we all dressed up, even my husband. He's very, he's very reserved, but he did dress up a little bit. And we went in to Boston and we rode the train and we were all dressed up and I had my owl and people were like, what? And I thought, huh, we're in Boston. We're causing a stir in Boston. I remember feeling... Did you feel overdressed a little for Boston or uh -huh. underdressed? We were definitely like the most extra, extra 
people there and people were we were causing a scene on the on the on the subway just I bet. being there I was mm-hmm. very shocked I was shocked and then we went to the event and it was let's say it was it was fun it was suitable mm-hmm. But I remember thinking, we could do better than this. And my whole family thought we could do better than this. And I, I, I don't want to say it, it was bad. It was fun. It had loads of potential, as my mother-in-law would say. So <laughs> you would go up and do a potion, but it was just like you got in line and you did a potion, then you threw it away. and then Like in a Dixie cup potion? Yes. Not in a magical bottle? Yes. And um, if, you, if you happen to go up to the person that spoke in an English accent, I felt like a little bit of magic. Like I wanted to get that person. But if I didn't, I had the other person. So I just like felt like we could do better. And so I had to um, I had to talk you into it. Yes. And it was a little hard to talk you into it. Well, like I've always wanted to do a fun week during the spring break for the kids who don't get to go anywhere. Right, right for sure. Like, ugh, what are they going to do all week? But it's not great weather always. Mm-hmm. It's risky. We got a little library. What can we do? Like maybe we'll do a movie day. And so when you came to me with this, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? How much is it going to cost? How much? Yeah, you were saying because we thought, can we charge any money for it? Because of course we're a library and we're not in the business of charging money for anything but we didn't have any money right for this event so um after pondering you decided that that we could give it a try and I didn't know if it would be our only time because I didn't know if it would be good or bad and I I started anyone sign up and the answer was almost no so (laughs) um I just tried for 40 kids and I thought 10 kids in each house that is manageable, but I couldn't. I couldn't make anybody sign up. Charlotte, you were one of our first people to sign up. And was it how much was it? Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars from nine to twelve every day. Nine to twelve, no lunch, just a snack. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty fun. And loosely based on Harry Potter, on the Harry Potter series, and because I didn't know if it was going to be our only one, I just kind of picked the most fun kind of things from any of the books. That, that we had. So, so give an example of, of something. Um, we all made uh, mandrakes, if you know what a mandrake is. Mm-hmm. It's a little um, a plant who is sort of like a, a baby that lives in the dirt and has a terrible scream. Mm-hmm. And But it's a restorative potion if you grind them up when they get to be about teenagers. <laughs> well, the camp isn't here. The camp no. is... It's at the NPR, the Mount Vernon Village School, in their gymnasium because it's a lot bigger than our tiny space. Doesn't sound magical. How do you make it magical? Ugh, I was really worried that it that we wouldn't be able to make it magical because you know what a gymnasium looks well, we've like. We've decorated a lot of times. Yeah, we have, <laughs> and it's you know it's a vast room with tall ceilings and echoey and ugly floor, and I didn't know. And our, our friend Michael Warren, who's since moved to Canada he was trying to help me and he did kind of help me but I just couldn't understand how we would make it look good and I was complaining to Amy about it and Amy told me about um, something from her childhood oh right do you want to talk about that Dragon's Castle yes so that was um, a local theater company growing up 
every year would do this event around Halloween called Dragon's Castle, and they built these faux castle walls inside an old church, and you would go from room to room, and you had to collect gems, and it was very interactive with, with um, you know, there were actors and actresses, and some of the rooms there were people singing, and some of them there was, it was like a comedy, and, and so it was just this whole evening. It was a ton of fun. We went every year, and I was in it one year. You. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I was in Beggar's be, Alley. You're about to be in it again. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Amy gave me the inspiration. So I thought, oh, righty. And we, of course, have um, a very generous uh, person in town that owns a box factory, Mr. Uh, Craig Meter um, from Aegeus um, com- Printing. I don't know what it's called. Aegeus Cardboard mm. factory. I'm making, I'm making that up. <laughs> Sorry. Aegeus. Just Aegeus. Yeah. And he gives us cardboard. He gave us giant sheets of cardboards and we made a castle wall. Mm-hmm. And then we got tents and decorated them all and loads of help. We have loads and loads yes, of help. You do. And Indeed. so uh, we just we get tents and fabric and we paint the cardboard and we turn it into a magical mm-hmm. place. Uh, it is. You make the painting sound so simple. It's really elaborate, amazing scenery that is theater worthy. I saw the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we paint it in our barn, in my barn. And the weather is a little bit frightful when we have to paint. So that is a bit of a stress where I'm just waiting for it not to be too cold. And then after a while, I just get too nervous and we just have to like put on our fingerless gloves and go out there and paint until we so the can't first, feel first our fingers day, <laughs> yeah you, oh, you yeah. did fill the 40 spots we did we did yes can i talk, tell a story yeah tell the story so it was just going to be mount vernon people and i also go into kindergarten at the village school every week and and there was a lady at the front desk she doesn't work there anymore but she lives in amherst and she kept asking how's it going, how's it going? And I started to say, why won't these people believe me? No one is signing (laughs) up and I'm going to look like a loser and my boss will never let me do this again. And I couldn't believe it. And she said, could I share it on my Facebook page? And I was like, go ahead. Right. And so she did. And then suddenly a bunch of kids from Amherst were like, what? Super fans. And they sign were, us up. Sign yeah. us up. And they so then, couldn't believe it was only $50. Yeah. And then <laughs> right, the right. Mount Vernon moms were like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you got to believe me. When I, you got to believe me. That mm-hmm. is one thing you should believe Trust. me. When I say that I'm doing something good, it's going to be good. It's going to be, be good. good. Yes. Agreed. So. So year one filled. We filled. We had Hugely got, successful. And it just went till noon. And what we noticed was that they were lingering. The kids just kept coming back in. I'd be like sitting at the table trying to get all the lesson plans made for the next day and wondering where I was going to get the money for because, you know, we didn't have very much money Mm -hmm. to do anything. And these little kids would just still be in their robes and their wands Mm -hmm. and wanting to talk to Professor Clearwater. And I thought, well, maybe we should do it longer. We've done all this work. Mm -hmm. How hard could it be to do it just a few more hours every day and it was a little tricky because you have to now feed them mm-hmm. yeah. year two right and um so, so let's move on to year two okay so year one was 
like the kickoff and like let's get people to sign up. Year two, there was a line yeah. to yeah. sign up and mm-hmm. people were jockeying for positions. Yeah, and so we, we crammed in a few more people. So it was 40 and then we moved up to, I think we did 50 that year, I think. Could be making it up. And, um, and I thought we could maybe do a little bit. We bumped the price because we bumped the hours. We did. We we raced it to a hundred dollars because now you're now you're getting because also you're making every class. They have four classes every day, and every class they're making something good. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite? Um, I didn't really have a favorite because I enjoyed all of them so much. But like, mm. I enjoyed in potions, and we made like new, like a new potion every day. Or, like we did like mandrakes or like something mm-hmm. fun and creative every day. Yep, I like I like the potions too because it's not like potions. It isn't like um, we're making poison or something. No, we might magical. make a we might make a wonderful um, sugar scrub that you can use in the bath or a, mm. a calming. Serum I mean, for your bath. Butterbeer is kind butter of beer. We make we make butterbeer every time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we get the chocolate frogs. It's delicious. The second year, the, the, the set got even more extravagant. Oh, right. Oh, because we decided, let's not just do the same thing. Let's let them go shopping first for their school supplies in Diagon Alley. So... We had to make the alley. We had to make, we had to so make the alley. So we had... Yeah, we had a candy shop and a bank, and um, Charlotte's mother um, does an awful lot for this camp. Secretly, quietly in the background. She's secretly, she's she's reserved. She's not like a bragging show off like bragging I am. Wizard. And um, so she made all the money. So there's wi- uh, wizard money, and um, the kids come in and they get their money. They have to go get it from the goblin, and then they shop for everything. Wands, robes. Um, that was one of my favorite school parts. books. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be one of the seamstress. Mm-hmm. So when they came in as a muggle, you know, they had to shop for the robe and the wand and everything. And I was in the seamstress room where we made them get up on a stand and trimmed the bottom of the robe. Uh-huh. And like, that's a very transformative moment when they put that robe on. I think they are feeling like they are at. Oh, I wasn't in there for that. They kind of come in like, oh, they're looking at Mm -hmm. the robes and trying to find their size. And then everybody starts to look the same. And then it starts to look like the movie, Uh you know, like it really feels. And we have the music playing. Yep. And then as soon as they start that shopping, it's over. They're in for the week. They are. Do you think the shopping was exciting, Charlotte? Yeah. I thought it was so cool because we just got to like look at the shops and like, just like see like some of the displays and like the Do you outside. have your original wand? Uh, yes. I think the wands <laughs> have been upgraded. That's, Everything's been upgraded. Right, yeah. because the first year, um, the students made their own wands, so we had like sticks and um, glue gun, right? No, we didn't give them a glue gun. We but they had sticks and they like. Um, there was this weird wax stuff. You hated the wax. It, at my allergies. You didn't did like, not like the smell. Like and so that got an upgrade. So our, our good friend Earl Rich, who's our, also our resident photographer, and he's a fabulous woodworker, he has been making our beautiful wands. They're so special. Yes. They really are. They're a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Every kid's getting a piece of art by a genius woodworker mm-hmm. with a little crystal on the end. Uh-huh. Like, oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, good. Mm-hmm. We, we just saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in New York City yesterday, and mm-hmm. they were selling wands, of course. You, know, mm-hmm. you can buy Hermione's, you can buy Harry Potter's, whoever's. Mm-hmm. And Eliza looked at those, and she said, I don't need that. I have my beautiful wand from Earl. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's nice. Excellent. So other magical things from year two that you remember? Um, oh, how about um, the character that Michael plays? <laughs> He's like a full rabbit. So Michael Warren, or Professor Spells, uh, he's prone to rabbitity. So sometimes he starts to turn into a rabbit. And the kids love him. Yes. They love him. And Michael... Sadly, like he had big teeth. He has big teeth, yeah. and so every he day. had a tail and big teeth, and then ears, and then he had like the fur face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's crazy. Like, it's very believable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does suffer from that, and um, he's in Canada, exotic, balmy Canada right now. Will he make an appearance this year? Well, he will be making um, an imagine maybe ball or maybe something. through the um, flu network. Um, through the fireplace great we might see him every day that so, would be amazing yeah yeah so many surprises the children know nothing about um they're just coming in and hoping for the best right because each year you have about half repeat customers and about half new and it's mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. this year and so i do like that part when you get somebody that does not know if it's going to be good or lame mm-hmm. coming in. It's the opposite of lame. It's the opposite, opposite of lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we have to go to the sad years. Oh. So mm. yeah. we've got these two years behind us, and year three is going to be even bigger and better, and so much work and thought went into year three. And because it was in April of 2020, mm-hmm. what happened? Uh, the global pandemic. Awful. A dark curse spread across the land and schools were canceled everywhere. And even though I didn't want to cancel, I knew I had to cancel because where even would I have it? First of all, it wasn't safe. Yes. And secondly, the school was closed. I could not get in there even if I wanted to and I did want to. So everybody was signed up everybody paid tuition. everyone paid money everything we had done a lot of work um not yeah we did a lot of work for it and so we sent out packages to all the kids with chocolate because you're mm-hmm. supposed to eat chocolate if you've been in contact with a dementor or something bad yeah so we sent out chocolate and magic stones and a a little journal. A journal. Yeah. So if anyone's listening that has been to Harry Potter or Wizarding Week, pardon me, Wizarding Week, um, I will be asking for the journal. Oh. And there will be house points awarded to anyone oh. that brings in their journal because I was hoping that the children would write some of their feelings about the pandemic, good and bad, um, and then we were going to mm. like use it in a little restorative spell when we get get together okay that that's a good hint about the house um points mm-hmm. you do keep track yes and there is a winner yes the house cup someone will get the house cup at the end of the year and there's a quidditch tournament mm-hmm. and um someone has to win that there is um we'll have a history of magic or what a muggle might call trivia every single day mm-hmm. after lunch do spider races i sure hope you read the books then i sure hope there's time there's time if someone hasn't read the books all right i want to talk to melody about what it's like 
to be a prefect. You want to tell everybody what a prefect is first? Uh, the prefects at Wizarding Week are like the, like, because there's like the, the groups of the little kids that like, the students, and then there's the prefects who like, they're like the temporary like guardians I guess would be the best way to phrase it. Like, like a camp counselor lead. Yeah. We're like, yeah. we're leading them around and we're like corralling them where they need to go. And like, if they need something, they'll come to us because we're like right there next to them. And it's, it's definitely, there's been times where I was like, man, I wonder what this would be like if I was a student. Cause it's, it's definitely a, a lot different from the prefect perspective, like kind of further back from like the, I don't I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> so it's competitive. Do you feel like you're trying to, to get your kids to win, behave, or are you one of them? And you're like, I'm Slytherin with you. Let's be bad. <laughs> uh, you're Slytherin this year, right? I am, but I've been Hufflepuff for the for the last two. So it's, it's a little weird that I'm switching <laughs> I know, so like, suddenly. But we needed you there in Slytherin. I know. We have a young prefect. Most of my, our prefects are high school age but i did make one exception for a particularly good slytherin mm-hmm. he's slytherin and um he's mm-hmm. dark and um are you paired with him then yes oh this is gonna yeah. be a battle no it's gonna be great she's gonna be she's gonna be great with him mm-hmm. um so yeah the prefects are like mentors yeah. and um hopefully you can have fun and do all the yeah. crafts and activities also okay um one of the things that I think is unbelievable is I slide over just to check on you. Mm-hmm. And um, so like as people are checking in at nine o'clock, I kind of like to float in about 9.30, make sure it's all good. It is silent. <laughs> like the the obedience and the energy, <laughs> everybody is like in it. There's no, does appears to me like you have full control. They are following you like the Pied Piper mm-hmm. and that discipline is not an issue. Um, Madam, uh, Josephine Clearwater is a little bit more um, stern mm-hmm. than I That's am. That's your alter ego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a little. She's a little. I, would you say she's mean, Charlotte? No. She will be our interview at the end of this roundtable yeah, we'll discussion, end. so they will get a taste of her. Uh-huh. You don't think she's mean? Well, um, <laughs> you're, my children uh, do. She's like thinking. strict, but she's fair. Oh, oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. Right, and she, so she's the Dumbledore of the room, right? Like yep. the lead? Yep, she's the headmistress. Excellent. And so she doesn't get to teach any classes, which is very sad for her because she wants to teach all of them. But she doesn't get to. She has to just walk around and make sure that So let's talk about there. who are the teachers. Well, we have, they are, some of them are teachers. Not, well, we have one from... The village school, um, Charlene Brown, beloved Charlene Brown. What's she teaching she this year? She is teaching transfiguration. Nice. Yes. And one of my neighbors, um, Alex, is Professor Hopwood. He's the Defense Against the Dark Art teacher, and he's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. And another neighbor and friend, Charlotte's mother, uh, Lena, is also a teacher, but in Hollis. And she, this year, is our Care of Magical Creatures mm. professor. We have a couple, a lot of people in town. Julie Harvey is our herbology professor. Amy is stepping in this year oh. with Heather uh, Elaine in the divination. 
department. Mm-hmm. That one's my favorite. That's your favorite divination? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like wow. divination. And tea leaves, tea leaves. reading. I find mm-hmm. that really interesting. All right, mm-hmm. this is sounding magical. So there's many, there's many professors. And we have lunch with the kids, and we do, we do our, our lessons all morning. And then after lessons and lunch, we have Quidditch in the afternoon. Nice. All right, let's go back to lunch. Okay. Um, so I'm volunteering during the lunchtime hour. Thank because you. Because it's not just passing a piece of pizza down the table on, on a, a paper pa- plate. Um, talk about lunch at Wizarding Week and what's unique about that. Okay. So we eat on... China plates and gold chargers, and uh, we have wizard type food. Did you did you have any favorite food that we had, Charlotte? Um, not that I remember. What do you I, remember? What if I told you some of the things we had? Yeah, we had pancakes with butterbeer sauce. Delicious. Mm. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? We had fish and chips. That that was probably one of my favorite. We had um, shepherd's pie. Yum. We had beef stew. Mm. Do you want to know what we're having this year? No. Okay, it's a secret. <laughs> Same kind of situation. Mm. Something Family that you style? might. Family um, style? Sometimes? Well, it is, served, it is served to the children, the students, by the house elves. And, um, you know, it's just really some delicious food. I think you're going to like it. I think it's going to be good, too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And um, do you have help with the food prep? Who's your cook? Um, we have the the head of the food services at SAU 39. Her name is Crystal. She's new. And she agreed to feed us this year. I, I, I didn't know because I'm we had so a different glad. we had a yes. different food service guy um, last year. And he has left his position. So, oh, I We've just got another entrance exam. Excellent. That's good news. Um, so anyway, she agreed. She said yes, and she's making some really good food, and she appears to be a super fan. And so I've invited her to dine with us if she is in wizard attire. So Excellent. we'll see. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so all the preparation that goes into this event started, what, like a day ago? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to finish it up tonight after yeah, just, work. Just a little bit after dinner. We started, um, did we start in January? Did we start in January? Yeah. At least. I think so. Yeah. We had a lot of preparation done. Oh, last the pandemic time. storage was, mm. everything was in storage, right? <sighs> kind of. Yes. In your barn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we keep it in the barn and in the room of requirement over in the McCullum building. And we had a lot done, but we also, during the pandemic, had an outside event for Wizards, oh, if right. you remember. Mm-hmm. A one-time drop-in. So right. we, like, lost a lot of robes and cauldrons. And then after it was over and I was looking at everything, I, I thought, what? why did I do that? Now we have to go get more of those <laughs> things. And um, so loosely following book three, well, well, you'll just have to wait. It's true. You'll just have to wait and see. It's um, too much of a So I want to talk to Amy a little bit about some of the prep work that mm-hmm. you did this year. Oh, because yes, you help with... So, Joanne is the vision maker and mm-hmm. kind of sets that whole thing up, but then you interpret what she needs that has to go in print and yep. like a lot yep. of the 
kind of, well, we don't have to put out the call for Wizards for too long. That, that That's almost a secret right. post. Like, yeah. it goes up and then... <laughs> People we, wait at the door for us to open to right, sign up. To that, sign up. It yeah. literally happened. <laughs> that's exciting. And that's it's the way good. it should be, right? Yep. It's just that mm-hmm. good. There's a limited amount of space. But this year, what are some of the... So you've, in the past, made train tickets and, yep. and a variety of... So you're our graphic designer and print specialist. What are some of the things you made this year that will be a surprise to kids? Do we want to talk about the cards? We can. I think we can okay. talk about the cards so, a little bit. So um, Joanne had an idea to make trading cards for all of the professors, the teachers, the people that are involved in Wizarding Week. And so I designed trading cards for everyone. And they're, That's they're, exciting. They're, they're just like, you know, they've, they've got the person's image on the front and you flip it over and it's got a fun little fact about them and it says Wizarding Week and it's kind of, you know, fun fun colors and they all got laminated and cut which took melody half her life um, <laughs> thank you melody yes thank you thank you barbara at staples thanks for printing them yes know, barbara love thank you, barbara. you. You're the best they should give her a raise yes if anyone's listening <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's been really fun seeing people who are helping out coming in and joanne saying oh wait don't go we want to give you your trading card and they look at it and they just it they're so joyful and they just get such a kick out of it. So I, How do I I'm get hoping... a trading card? Oh, wow. <laughs> Where will they be hidden? Well, they come in a pack uh, with a chocolate frog. Chocolate frog, of course. So when you buy your chocolate frog, you yeah. get um, a card or two. All right, Charlotte, are you going to do anything to trade? Are you going to look for my card? Are you... <laughs> you want my card, don't you? Um, I bet <laughs> your card is rare. There's probably only one. <laughs> It'd be fun to trade cards. Oh, yeah. I wonder if people will do it. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They want to trade them or yeah. collect them. I mean, it is in the name, like trading cards. But like exactly. some people don't Just They might be trade. possessive. Yeah. Well, I'll be sad if I come and I hear somebody saying, I don't want another one of those. Mm-hmm. I miss my card. I won't Aww. look down. I'm looking at an entrance exam that mm-hmm. the students have to take if they're new. And you yep. probably had something to do with yes. that. Yep. Questions mm-hmm. seem simple. Me but mm-hmm. what does the entrance exam help you well, it's, it's good to get to know the kids. It's also an activity for them mm-hmm. to get excited because I don't have anything to do with this. This is the Sorting Hats business. Oh, yeah. We're going to But, um, you know, I think that uh, it's important to have anticipation in life. And what fun is anything if you get everything immediately? Delayed gratification. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's important. I think it's important. So they every child uh, gets a entrance exam and they have different questions um and then they have to turn it back in so it's, no wrong it's, answers right no i just want to know who's your favorite hogwarts professor um your most interesting lesson um if you could be a magical beast befriend a magical beast who would who would you choose mm. just things like that and um then they have to bring it back it's just keeping them Engaged because they might have forgotten what they're about to do in just a um, couple of days. Yeah. yeah, I heard you say phones are forbidden. Yes, There's absolutely no, phone. no muggle device. Muggle no device. muggle device. Um, uh, last time, it don't. It didn't happen the first year. I didn't see it happen at all. But the second year, some of my older students, every once in a while, I would catch them with their smartphone, and. It was um, very clear what would happen. So now I'm a cool kid and I've got my phone and now all the people around them are like 
almost snapping out of this little magical realm they've been in. Mm -hmm. And if you, I was thinking about this this morning, and um, I don't know if you guys are a little bit younger than me. Did you, in the 80s, there was this movie called um, Somewhere in Time. And Christopher Reeves was in it. it oh, was I a, know that movie. It was a time-traveling movie. Yeah. And he went back in time and um, fell in love, and it took place on Mackinac Island, and I'm from Michigan, so it's magical. So, yeah, so <laughs> anyway, he's back in time, and he's in love, and he's, like, living in, I don't know, 1800 or something. Oh. And he's so in love, and he's so happy, and his life is so good. And then he puts his hand in his pocket, just... We don't know why. And he pulls out a penny from the real time. And the penny just takes him back. Now he's oh. gone. He's he's gone from there. Kind of the same when you touch and yourself. It is the same because yeah. you're when you don't have any anything like that, you are in deep imaginative play. And yeah. it's a state that not many of us have ever been in. And because I mean you can you can pretend and you can play with your dollhouse or you your Barbies or your your car, but there's I can't think of many places. Even going to like Universal and going to the Harry Potter place that was fantastic. There's nothing. I, I I'm not saying it's not fantastic. I'm not saying we're better than that. I'm just saying. <laughs> am I? But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying Sound that like we're saying you, it's better than that. Is. You, that is when 75 people are in character at the same time. Right. Yes. You don't get that. The even that's what it feels yeah. like. Even at Universal, which is so over the top, so beautiful, such a feast to the eye. There's still people next to you with a hoodie on, and jeans, and a hoodie, <laughs> and talking. You know about going to the next ride over at the other park in this place you really have to suspend that um boring world and there is no cell phone and we are not talking about other things we're talking about right right now and it, it's a magical place and and kids really go right in did um, you find it hard at all charlotte uh, to pretend and did yeah. you like it did it make I, you feel i liked silly? it um, I thought it was really fun and cool to see, like, all the different, like, um, teachers in character. Mm-hmm. And then, like, see, like, the students going along with it. And I thought it was, like, really fun. You were in... Four, were you in fourth grade, grade fourth when grade. it started? And yeah. now you're in seventh, seventh grade? Yeah. So, Second. Charlotte is um, what I'm calling my junior prefect. I'm not going to make an announcement of that because mm-hmm. I don't want all the other kids to... Be jealous of you and like try to. You're take being you trained, down. but you are being trained. Yes. You um, and I don't know how you feel about that. So I'm gonna put you to a little, a little bit of work, but also a lot of fun. Don't stuff. miss out. Kind of like fun. how my sister was for the first couple of years there. You had her as like a, mm-hmm. like a backup prefect. Well, because you can yeah. be trusted. So right, but still have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Quidditch because when you just casually say like, and then we go outside and play Quidditch, like, <laughs> oh, okay, we're gonna fly on broomsticks. What? Who runs Quidditch, and what does that look like? Um, Miranda Wisp, uh, the founder of Quidditch, otherwise known as Mary Wiley, has been our uh, Quidditch maven for the whole time. She's really into it. She's got other helpers, and um, th- she teaches you the game. It's a real game mm-hmm. that, that that people play in the Muggle world. So on broomsticks, and there's balls, and there's it's and hoops and a trophy, a trophy. Don't forget the trophy. A tournament, and so it's all house against house. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna win. 
Um, what I love about Mary and her team is that they completely take care of the Quidditch, so you don't have to worry about it. Right. And that's very trusting of you. Good job delegating. This. It's just as important that they have fun doing Quidditch as lunch. It's just as important as mm-hmm. the classes. Well, my daughter insisted upon it on the first year, and I don't care really a lot about sports at all. What? And I thought, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know, Lily. I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. That. Come on now. Look at all the things I'm doing. Look at all the things I'm doing. And she just insisted I think it was on it. And I just thought, well, pff, I need help. I don't I don't even I don't even know where to begin. And I don't even know how I got Mary. Mm. So Mary and Jessica Hinckley and Cheryl Foley. Cheryl Foley and Autumn Gardenia and Lisa Melvin. These are all um, PTA mothers extraordinaire yes. throughout throughout the their years at the village school and they are always ready to jump in and just take over and I do trust them yes and it's kind of the finale so if a house Mm -hmm. is a little bit behind on points it's a good way to catch up at the end if they were to win the Quidditch tournament right exactly another hint how to win (laughs) 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 yeah um Charlotte, for you, are your friends coming? Who? What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, I'm looking forward to like the shopping and like seeing all the new like crafts and stuff we do mm-hmm. or potions we do. Your mm-hmm. houses sound a little bougier this year. There might be better carpet, maybe <laughs> some furniture. So I think the first year a pop up tent was a pop up tent and it mm-hmm. had some stuff in it, but it sounds very elaborate now. What's it like when you get to hang out in your house? Um, it's kind of nice. It's just like a place to like relax, like, um, and just like hang out because it's like very cozy and you have like your house colors and it's like. Would you ever go into someone else's house? No. 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 <laughs> no. Not going over to Slytherin house. <laughs> yeah. But, but there's like a couch yeah. in each one. It feels like there's like lounge mm-hmm. decor, like you said, like relaxing to go there in between classes or regroup and yeah. meet up with your prefect there. Well, like last year, kids were like knocking down walls. Oh, was, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> well, lots of points. <laughs> it might happen again, I can assure you that. <laughs> right. That's your job, to make sure that it they is. keep <laughs> that house clean, right? It will be clean. <laughs> right. So um, from 93, all the activity, but then the magic happens after 3 o'clock. You have to reset for the next day. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot to do. Yeah, because we're adding um, another town this year. Oh, can't wait to see. So um, after Diagon Alley, that has to disappear and turn into Hawksmeade mm. for our mature students mm-hmm. get to go there, people that have, have been there three years. Nice. So, and uh, this year you're going to invite muggles in for oh, Monday yes. night? And- um, well... Thursday night, we're hoping to do a... But Monday first, the Friends, Oh, yeah, right? the Friends of the Library are coming oh, yeah. to have our, our meeting there on Monday night in Hogwarts, Hogwarts, mm-hmm. so I think they'll like that. And then we are also going to put out a little um, evening at Hogwarts for the adult witch and wizard. It's going to be on Thursday night. Um, we'll make it a Facebook event, and you can hit going and um, we'll do a little trivia or history of magic and a little potion making or maybe something in herbology. I'm not really sure. And I might have a little cauldron out for a little donation. Fine. Just to um, uh, su- supplement the things that we use. 
So if you're curious about Wizarding Week and what it's all about, Mm -hmm. and you want to come take a peek at all the amazing sets and the the design in the room and Mm -hmm. get a little Harry Potter in you, Thursday night. Thursday night. And I just did want to say one thing about, you know, Harry Potter. There might be some people that think, ugh, you know, it was a banned book, as many, many of the best books have been banned. Um, But... Uh, when I was, Charlotte, a little bit younger than you, my fifth grade teacher, at the end of every day, read to us The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And it was the first time that I fell in love with being read to and really understood how magical books could be. And uh, she would leave us a terrible cliffhanger cliffhangers on the weekends and I'd be like what how could how could this happen and the books were so real and so you know could be so upsetting and um when I first read Harry Potter for the first time I wasn't even a mother yet and I and I thought this this is that kind of experience and I'm just really happy and proud that we can bring something like that to some of the kids in our town and also very affordably priced Mm -hmm. because not everybody can go to Universal um, on a school break but but just about anybody can come here and we did also have um, scholarships available and I just feel really happy with um, how the whole really so many people in the town come together to Mm -hmm. make this really um, fantastic, and it's mm-hmm. fantastic for the grown-ups too. If, if if ever you feel like you want to give some time and energy to a really fun, important cause, especially so. if you sew, do you sew or make right. things? Right. So, well, thank you for all your time and energy. Mm-hmm. We are so excited. It's like the eve of Christmas Eve right now. It feels like ah, it's almost time. I know, I'm a little sick. And Charlotte, <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful week. And Melody, you're getting paid this year. We're sending you over as staff and a prefect. So Ooh. enjoy it. And Amy, thank you for all your design work. It makes it of 10 course. times better. It's Very like welcome. half of the little, you know, the takeaways mm-hmm. and just what you're going to do there. For sure. And um, we are going to segue into Amy's book recommendations and then we're going to have an interview with headmistress Clearwater <laughs> in her full regalia um, next week we'll stop in and see if she has time for us she might have a little time, <laughs> a little time she's very busy let us know how it's all going okay and um, I'll let her know yes best of luck to you tomorrow's moving day <laughs> that's that I'm in charge of moving day and we will get everything that you need um on site and set it up it does take a whole weekend to set it up yep and we'll have mr rula come in and tell us it just needs a little bit feathers <laughs> this year or something she'll do and something she's yeah. a great helper also <laughs> and um, it's gonna be fantastic so thank you so much and it's my pleasure this year's theme loosely based on book three yep. so if you haven't read book three yet mm-hmm. maybe you want to peruse it review mm-hmm. review quickly for all the magic but i already see owls on the table and the letters mm-hmm. have gone out kids have their keys and yep it'll be robe money time and, and shop 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 shop, shop looking shop. forward to it i can't wait okay thank you you're welcome all right we're gonna move on to amy's book recommendations 
All right, so I figured what better subject to cover than books about magic and wizards, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just going to go through these really quick. Um, Some of them, it's been a few years since I read them. Um, First, I wanted to mention um, V.E. Schwab's series, A Darker Shade of Magic. So that's the name of the first book in the series. It's three book series. Is this young adult? Yeah, that is a young adult series. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but you can read it even if you're not young adult. They're high. They're highly entertaining, fast paced. There's um, the, part of the premise is that there's uh, kind of like different layers. Of, they're set in London, and so there's like almost like flip sides, like different, like kind of like the upside down in Stranger uh-huh. Things. So there's. It's the same world, but it's things are slightly different. And there's ways to travel in between the worlds, and there's people wanting things that are, this is in this world, but I want it, but I'm in this world, and how do I get it, and what's happening, and there's power, power struggles. And of course, there's a bad guy who's like the head bad guy, and he's really bad. And then there's the, the people that you're rooting for, and so it's sort of that classic trope. Um, we have this series. Right? Yes, we do. Yep, we have those here. I like the um, those are Those are... Really, really fun. Just fun, quick read. Another book, um, and I, I've I've heard this book described as um, Harry Potter for adults. It's uh, Magic for Liars by Sarah Gailey, and it's it's set at a wizarding school, but it's it's maybe slightly a little darker than Harry Potter, like even the dark guest of Harry Potter. Um, not like in a violent, gory kind of way. Just just thematically, it's maybe a little. You know, it's it's a book for an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell by Susanna Clark. It's a very big book, and so it's a bit of a commitment to read. I listened to it rather than reading the physical book. Um, but you, you, you're, I, as I said, I listened to it. So listening to it, you're, you're kind of, it's meandering and you're thinking, where is this book going? It's very entertaining. But then you get to that point where you're like, ah, and you see that whole kind of overarching click, how things connect and like perfect with a little tie it, tie it with a bow, wrap it with a ribbon. What's the title um, again? Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. So that, that's all about magic, and it's, again, set in England. What is it with magic and wizards in England? I don't know, but yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, yeah, mm, really good. Um, and then the last book I wanted to mention uh, for books that, I've, that I have read about witches and wizards, this one's maybe witch-adjacent, let's say. Uh, I just read it recently. It's called We Ride Upon Sticks by Quan Berry. Yeah. So it, and it's, it comes from... Um, the crucible. So there's a line in the crucible that Tituba says, it's we ride upon sticks and arrive there presently or something like that. So that's where the title comes from. She originally wanted that whole quote to be the title of the book. Mm-hmm. And the publishers were like, um, no, honey, that's way too long. Mm-hmm. So it got chopped. We ride upon sticks. It's set in 1989 at Danvers High School. It's all about the girls field hockey team and a Oh, you just put this on Instagram. I just I, I just did a book picture on Instagram for it. Yes. It's um it evolves it involves a notebook with Emilio Estevez on the cover, Excellent. a little bit of magic, a little bit of um, 80s. Yeah, a lot so many good fun 80s references. And but then ultimately it's like empowerment, you know, um 
empowerment of women because it's a it's a girls field hockey team although that being said there is one boy on the girls field hockey team um so empowerment in general and then kind of um you know kind of the if you think it you can make it happen sort of believing in yourself um very very entertaining book and then two books that i wanted to mention that aren't published yet one um and joanne i think you would just be all over this book it's called her majesty's royal coven it's it's being it's published at the end of may juno dawson is the author and i have to give credit to gibson's bookstore in concord they've started doing these awesome um sort of book teasers for upcoming books and so they've got the picture of the book and then all these descriptions around it and so it says spice girls but make it witches magical civil war desperate housewives with magic rival covens you know don't cheat around a telepath and so there's all these fun like doesn't sound like us at all oh no so i I looked at that and i went oh yeah like that sounds and apparently it's the first book in a trilogy so the author already knows she's already signed that book contract deal for three books so her majesty's royal coven that comes out may 31st and then the other book i wanted to mention uh is by margarita montemore and she wrote una out of order which came out a couple years ago which was a really fun book to read um this one is called acts of violet and it comes out july 5th and it's about a magician who disappears like disappears and then kind of what happens after that. Magical. So magical. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I just went on Hoopla because I wasn't sure, so I had to look, that the Harry Potter books are available mm-hmm. to listen to, which do you not agree the audio books are oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. It's not too late. If you have a library card, um, please log into Hoopla, and I believe they're on Overdrive also. Just don't know if it's unlimited. Right, it might not be. I know it was during the pandemic. They were kind of like mm-hmm. really pushing that as a big um, added service, but I don't. I don't think they are. Because if you're anymore. listening and you or don't know Libby, what right? we're Libby. talking about, and you've hung on this long, <laughs> or if you only read it once and you can't remember all the details, pick it up again. You can borrow it. Um, uh, digitally on Hoopla or Overdrive with your library card, or stop in because we just bought a whole new set this year. Correct? Mm-hmm. They were starting. They are maybe the most loved, most read books in our collection. Right, and every once in a while they start falling off the spine, and it's time. Yeah. They're well loved. They're yeah. well loved. But we also, I believe, we have like a cookbook, Harry Potter cookbook, and, and a spell book, and an I Spy book, and just all the fun. The illustrated versions of it. Yeah, we have all of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can hi- highly we recommend. Brit, Beetle the Bard. We have it all. We have it all. Just like every good library has Harry Potter. Whenever I see anyone buying it at a bookstore, I'm like, you know your library has it. But then, of course, you want it in your collection, too. For sure. You want to reread those and keep them close like friends. Mm-hmm. So. She's got to be up to a billion copies sold, correct? I'm sure. Yes. This yeah. is amazing. So, well, good luck to all of you. Exciting. Um, I will put it on pause for right now until we get to our final interview but have the best week ever, and I'll see you at lunchtime because I'm Miss Madame Souffle <laughs> is my character this year. I'm going to try and stay in character. You can do it. I'll be schlepping that shepherd's pie, <laughs> encouraging you, you to have a roll and a piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be great fun, and I appreciate all your work. It's going to be awesome, and thank goodness COVID is on pause for right now. We can get over there and have a great week. And um, I'm convinced it'll be the best week ever. So. Ever. 
Good luck, and I hope you survive the move tomorrow, too. So. Thanks. All right, everybody. We'll see you in a little bit with Madame Clearwater. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Welcome back, Wizarding fans. Um, I am currently sitting in the enchanting castle of Wizarding Week with Madame Clearwater, who is headmistress of Wizarding Week. It is an honor to be sitting across from you. How are you today, miss? Oh, I'm so good. I can see you're so happy to see me. Thank you for taking the time. Well, come it, to the castle. It is a busy time. We can hear mm. all of the students are quietly humming along with busy work. <laughs> quietly? I hardly think it's quiet. They are in the common rooms right now, having a bit of a break before lesson three. So I hope you'll be able to hear me over there, Din. Yes, I think we could get them quiet quite quickly by sending you out to yell <laughs> at them. Firm but fair is what Firm you were describing. Uh, my duties include lunch today, so we will make this interview as painless as possible before we have to serve again. All right. But I wanted to check in on you first. How is the week going? Is it everything you expected? Everything and more. It's marvelous. I believe that the children are so happy to be back for their term. After a two-year absent due to the global pandemic, with some very dark business going on and we couldn't be together they're very happy they're joyous in fact I was so pleased that we made it into Wizards Weekly this week joyous pandemonium witnessed locally I did see your reporter on Monday Mm -hmm. he was sketching away Mm -hmm. as the children were shopping for robes and wands and other bags of tricks yes and he really did capture the scene exactly as it was tons of excitement on Monday yes new children arriving Mm. for their first year and returning students Mm -hmm. very 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 exciting I was just speaking to my older students today to see if any of them might want to apply for the position of prefect. I have so many, but I can only pick eight. It's going to be difficult, but we're having a marvelous time. I cannot believe, simply cannot believe that the week is nearly over. Time flies when you're having fun. It is. Uh, I did want to shout out a little bit about your professors um, mm. who've been joining all week. A wide variety of personalities mm-hmm. and talents have yes. joined us. Any favorites this year? Fan favorites? Oh my goodness. Everyone does love Professor Adelbert Hopwood, our Defense Against the Dark Arts. And it appeared that he had been uh, exposed to a bit of werewolf virus yesterday and his feet completely turned into wolf feet. But thanks to a visiting scholar, uh, Lily Crescent, the children made a wolfsbane potion and he seems to be restored back to his former glory. Excellent. Mm, Yes, potions is also a fan favorite. Madam Clearwater has been mixing up some delights for the senses for the children. And of course, uh, Madame uh, Penelope Peppercorn right now in Transfiguration is having a lovely time. Hello, Rose. They're just walking by. It's quite all right. So much to do. Uh, The children love all their lessons. Uh, Care of Magical Creatures, they have received their very own Monster Book of Monsters this year. And they've learned how to tame them quite nicely. I'm proud of them. 
who's in charge of needlepoint? Every child seemed to be needlepointing for the last two days. Not mm. the activity I would have thought would have been so catchy, but... Well, uh, that would be Madame Maud Mandragoria, and they are working on charm bags. So they're embroidering handiwork uh, on their charm bags, and they should be uh, ready to go soon. They're taking careful time with it and today they in defense against the dark arts are making nightmare begone pillows which i think shall do the trick nicely excellent mm. yes uh, any shout out about the lunch staff oh well i think people would be surprised to see not only what they're eating but how <laughs> lunch is executed here. lunch is quite a production we have the use of the SAU39 lunch lady, Miss Crystal, has been making us delicious, magical entrees every day, served up under the proper tutelage by Miss Vicky Victoria from Victorian Village Bakery, and a slew of ladies have been helping to serve on uh, china plates, silverware, and cloth napkins. Proper. Very proper. Um, we did have a little bit of in the, in the beginning. I had to com uh, remind the students that we wait until we are all served before we dig in and the napkins belong on the lap. You would be surprised how many children I don't believe eat properly. <laughs> but they are learning and they are enjoying. We've had shepherd's pie. We had waffles with butterbeer sauce. The best. Oh, what did we have yesterday? Yesterday, oh, we had bangers and mash yesterday. And today is chicken pot pie. We've had snacks from Hagrid's Garden. Uh, I'm sorry to report I found a worm in mine, but... <laughs> He's not really known for his culinary skills. The so. red dragons. <laughs> yes. We're having so much fun. Uh, tomorrow already, the finale. Mm. We're looking forward to the feast. Yes. You, what will people be bringing? Uh, the feast, well, one fellow's uh, father. His father is a police officer here in town. Uh, his name is Officer Dane, uh, Daniel has come in, and he does not understand what magical uh, cuisine is, and he wondered what he might bring. I told him to look it up. He's a smart man. <laughs> He can do it. And uh, so tomorrow's feast, the parents will be making magical endeavors for us to all enjoy. The parents and younger siblings are welcome. This evening, I'm having an evening at the castle for the adult witch and wizard because they all beg and moan that they can't have this experience. We shall see if they mean it. We shall see if anyone comes and has an afternoon with me, an evening with me tonight. Proper attire required. I do encourage it. Excellent. It's good for it's good for the imagination. Dig in your closet. Mm, you could do it. Um, you are wearing a fabulous array of Thank ornamental you. tournament today. <laughs> Thank starting you. with what are those earrings? These are cicadas very dipped rare. in gold. They're very lovely. Very and lovely. Magical. Thank you. You look magical. A good a good friend of mine. You might have you might have heard of her. Her name is Bonnie Angelus. Maybe. Maybe you've heard of her. Gave these gave these to me and I do I do enjoy them. They go quite well with my necklace. 
It does look like moth roach spider is back in. <laughs> it it's is. All the rage at the Met Gala this Monday. <laughs> uh, it is. Yes. Well, we normally do a speed round, but I don't want to insult you with such simpleton muggle <laughs> questions. But I did want to wrap up our interview with your hopes and dreams for the children as they walk out the door tomorrow mm. into the real muggle world mm-hmm. and leave this really special place. What do you hope they take away? I hope that they have had a little time for gathering together socially. I hope they've made new friends. I hope they have not missed their muggle devices. I do not think that they have missed their telephones in the slightest. I hope they've just had a really nice time. There's been two years of Hmm, just darkness, really. They're, they're sad. Some children don't feel comfortable uh, in public. And I can see them getting more comfortable with each day. And that makes me happy. So I, I hope they make some friends and I hope they look forward to coming back next year. Oh, I think you'll have a line out the door for registration. <laughs> we need year. a bigger school. Oh, well, we can work on that. <laughs> Sounds like a spell. It does. Um, any recommendations for reading for next year? I know this year was loosely based on book. On book three. Loosely booked on book three of the Harry Potter series. Next year, uh, the Yule Ball is prominently uh, uh, entitled. And I am looking for a certain person I have in mind. She has never really committed to me, Linda Henderson, who is a ballroom dancer, but I would really certainly hope that the children could learn to waltz next year and we can have a proper Yule Ball. Excellent. Excellent. So, all right. Well, I thank you for your visit to the town of Mount Vernon. It has been enchanting. Thank you so very much to come. Come again anytime. Don't just wait for the dead of winter, spring. Thank you so very much. I'll be back very any in any moment. (laughs) I was interrupted. Sorry, darling. I just shoot her along. Play the root of me. (laughs) So. We'll have a ball tonight with all the adults who show up. I will look forward to the slideshow presentation by your photographer who captured every moment of this week. And thank you so much, Madame Clearwater. We will see you next year. See you next year. It's time for class. Bye-bye. Bye.